the golden goose. There was once a man who had three sons. The youngest of them was called Dullhead, and he was sneered and jeered and snubbed on every possible occasion. One day it happened that the eldest son wished to go to the forest to cut wood, and before he started, his mother gave him a fine, rich cake and a bottle of wine so he would might be sure to not suffer from hunger or thirst. When he reached the forest, he met a little gray man who wished him, Good morning, and said, Do give me a piece of your cake and let me have a draught of your wine. I'm so hungry and thirsty. But this clever son said, If I give you my cake and my wine, I will have none for myself. You just be on your way. And he left the little man standing there and went further on into the forest. There he began to cut down a tree, but before long he made a false stroke with his axe and cut his own arm so badly he was obliged to go home and have it bound up. Then the second son went into the forest and his mother gave him a good piece of cake and a bottle of wine as she had with the elder brother. He too met the little old gray man who begged him for a morsel of cake and a draught of wine. But the second son also spoke most sensibly and said, whatever I give you, I deprive myself of. Just go on your way, won't you? Not long after, his punishment overtook him, for no sooner had he struck a couple of blows on the tree with his axe than he cut his leg so badly he had to be carried home. So then Dollhead said, Father, let me go out and cut wood. But his father answered, Both your brothers have injured themselves. You'd better leave it alone. You know nothing about it. But Dollhead begged so hard to be allowed to go. At last his father said, Very well, then go. Perhaps when you've hurt yourself, you'll learn to know better. His mother only gave him a very plain cake made with water and baked in the cinders and a bottle of sour beer. When he got to the forest, he too met the little gray old man who greeted him and said, Give me a piece of your cake and a draught from your bottle. I'm so hungry and thirsty. And Dollhead replied, I've only got cinder cake and some sour beer, but if you care to have that, let us sit and eat. So they sat down, and when Dollhead brought out his cake, he found it had turned into a fine, rich cake, and the sour beer had turned into excellent wine. Then they ate and drank, and when they were finished, the little man said, Now I will bring you good luck, because you have a kind heart and are willing to share what you have with others. There stands an old tree. Cut it down, and amongst the fruits you will find something. With that, the little man took his leave. Dollhead began at once to hew down the tree, and when it fell, he found amongst its roots a goose, whose feathers were all pure gold. He lifted it and carried it off, and took it with him to an inn where he meant to spend the night. Now the landlord of the inn had three daughters, and when they saw the goose, they were filled with curiosity as to what this wonderful bird could be, and each longed to have one of its golden feathers. The eldest thought to herself, No doubt I shall find an opportunity to pluck out one of its feathers. And the first time Dollhead happened to leave the room, she caught hold of the goose by its wing. But lo and behold, her fingers seemed to stick fast to the goose, and she could not pull her hand away. Soon after, the second daughter came in and thought to pluck a golden feather for herself too, but hardly had she touched her sister 
then she was stuck to her sister as well. At last, the third daughter came with the same intention, and the other two said, Keep off! For heaven's sake, don't touch us! The younger sister could not imagine why she was to keep off, and she thought to herself, If they are both here, why should I not be here too? So she sprang to them, but no sooner had she touched one of her sisters than she was stuck fast to her. So they all three had to spend the night with the goose. Next morning, Dollhead tucked the goose under his arm and went off without in the least troubling himself about the three girls who were hanging onto it. They had just run after him, right or left, as best they could. In the middle of the field, they met a parson. And when he saw this procession, he cried, For shame, you bold girls! What do you mean by running after a young fellow through the fields like that? Do you call that proper behavior? And with that, he caught the youngest girl by hand to try and draw her away. But by touching her, he hung on to her himself, and he had to run with the rest of them. Not long after, the clerk came that way and was surprised to see the parson following the footsteps of three girls. Why, where are you going so fast? cried he. Don't forget there's a christening today. And he ran after and caught him on the sleeve to try and stop him. And so he too was caught. As the five of them trotted along in this fashion, one after the other, two peasants were coming from their work with their hose. And on seeing them, the parson called out and begged for them to come and to rescue him. But no sooner did they touch the clerk than they were stuck too. And so the seven of them all running after Dollhead and his goose. After time, they all came to a town where a king reigned, whose daughter was so serious and solemn that no one could ever make her laugh. So the king had decreed that whoever could succeed in making his daughter laugh would be able to marry her. When Dollhead heard this, he marched before the princess with his goose and all the people carrying behind him. And as soon as she saw those seven people continually running after each other, she burst out laughing and could not stop herself. Then Dollhead claimed her as his bride, but the king did not fancy having Dollhead as a son-in-law. He made all sorts of objections and told him, first, he must find a man who could drink up a whole cellar full of wine. Dollhead thought of the little gray man who could, he felt sure, help him. So he went off to the forest, and on the very spot where he had cut down the tree, he saw a man sitting with a most dismal expression on his face. Dollhead asked him what he was taking to heart, and the man answered, I don't know how I'm ever going to quench this terrible thirst I'm suffering. Cold water doesn't suit me at all. To be sure, I've emptied an entire barrel of wine, but what is one drop of a, on a hot stone? I think I can help you, said Dullhead. Come with me, and you shall drink to your heart's content. So he took him to the king's cellar, and the man sat down before the huge casks, and he drank, and he drank, and he drank, and he drank, until the whole contents of the cellar were completely empty before the day's end. Then Dollhead again asked for his bride, but the king felt vexed at the idea of a stupid fellow whom people called Dullhead marrying his daughter, and so he made a new condition. He said, Dollhead would have to find a man who could eat a mountain of bread. 
Stallhead did not wait to consider long. He went straight off for the forest, and there in the same spot of the tree sat a man who was drawing on a strap as tight as he could around his body and making the most woeful face. He said, I've eaten a whole oven full of loaves, but what good is that to anyone who's as hungry as I am? I declare my stomach feels quite empty. I must draw my belt tight if I'm not to die of starvation. Dullhead was delighted. He said, come with me and you shall have plenty to eat. And he brought him to the king's court. Now the king had given orders to have all the flour in his kingdom brought together and to have a huge mountain baked of it. But the man from the wood just took his stand before the mountain and began to eat. And in one day, it had all vanished into his stomach. For the third time, Dollhead asked for his bride. But again, the king tried to make an evasion and he demanded, I must have a ship which can sail on land or water. When you come sailing in such a ship, he said, you shall have my daughter without further delay. So again, Dollhead started for the forest and there he found the little old gray man from whom he had shared his cake. And the little man said, I've eaten and I have drank for you. And now I will give you the ship. I have done all this for you only because you were kind and merciful to me. Then he gave Dollhead a ship which could sail on land or water. And when the king saw it, he felt he could no longer refuse Dollhead his daughter. So they celebrated the wedding with great rejoicing and on the king's death, Dahl had succeeded him in the kingdom and lived happily with his wife for many years after. Snip, snap, snout, my tail is told out.